to which we rich. Off the rip, off the rip. I gamble with my life, I'm cashing in my trips. I put a 30 or a 50 in the clip. So that's a dick or a titty on that bitch. Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome back to the Off the Rip podcast with your co hosts, Mike and D. Always keeping it fresh, keeping it real. You guys know how we do. Over here, doing the best fucking content we possibly can. And today, we got an interesting one, man. Mike came at us with some cool shit. Mike? Yeah, another day, another pod. You guys know the fucking deal. Always back every Tuesday. And we're going to just get right into this one. So, the concept I had for this podcast was we were going to kind of dive into, like, the Amish, like, lifestyle. And just kind of, like, fully go into it and kind of see, like, how different it is than us. Because me and D actually have some, like, you know, personal, like... We have personal experience experience with the Amish. Amish. And I know there's a lot of people who probably truly don't even really know what the fuck the Amish is, what they are, what they represent, or what their lifestyle is like. They probably just have, like... The preconceived notions it that also, they get from like television. And it also varies like too from place to place because in PA, in Pennsylvania, they're way more strict than where we are, but we still have pretty good Amish people, I would say. Like they follow, they're adherent to their values. Yeah. So basically, like the Amish lifestyle is just known for being really simplistic. They have very traditional values. And the biggest thing that separates them and makes them unique is they reject modern technology. Yeah. So even though we're still in this age where, you know, we're talking to you on a fucking podcast on Spotify right now. They don't know what that is. Like, if you were to ask an actual Amish individual, oh, like, you know, you know what Spotify is or, like, you know what a podcast is, they'd look at you as if you're fucking speaking gibberish. And so I gotta, I guess I just want to start in, like, for the people that don't even know what Amish is, I'm just going to kind of give a brief, like, yeah. summary of, like, what they are. Good, good. So the Amish is a religious group that originated in Switzerland in the 16th century during the Protestant Reformation. They're part of an Anabaptist movement, which emphasizes adult baptism, voluntary church membership, and the separation of church and state. The Amish are named after Jacob Amon, a Swiss Anabaptist leader who broke away from the Mennonite church in the 1690s to form his own group. In the late 17th and early 18th centuries, many Amish and Mennonites migrated to North America to escape religious persecution and to seek economic opportunities. The first Amish settlements in North America were established in Pennsylvania, like Dee was saying, in the early 18th century, and over time, the Amish migrated to other parts of the U.S. and Canada. The Amish are known for their distinctive lifestyle, simplicity, humility, and separation from the world. They reject many modern tech and electricity, and even automobiles. They dress in, dress in very traditional clothing that they make, and they're also known for their strong sense of community and their commitment to nonviolence. Today, there's over 300,000 Amish people living in North America, with the largest populations in Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Indiana. And there's even some in Colorado, as me and Dee know. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I guess a little bit of our hometown background is that the Amish are pretty well known where we live. I mean, they're around. They're literally everywhere. They work on everything. We, we leave with them pretty well. Like even in construction jobs, which is we'll get into the depth of how we met the Amish uh, man that we know. Yeah. But even in construction jobs in the valley and where we're from, the Amish are included in those. Like they take that work. It's yeah. not like they're fully separated as if like they don't come into contact with us at all. Yeah, and it's pretty because cr- the Amish actually built my backyard fence and they helped build my garage that I live at. 
like well, <laughs> I live at, but that's at my parents' house, you know? Yeah. So they, they did all that. They poured the concrete, did everything. They actually did the foundation for my home. They're too. good at it. Too. Yeah. They like, did that. They knocked that shit out in days, bro. They can fucking build like yeah. so good. And they even cut when I worked at the grocery store, like at Jack's too, like yeah. Amish people would come in there all the time. They do they only deal in cash. They don't have credit cards, right? No, no. They, they only do cash. Wow. So they would come and they'd buy, I'd be like, your total is like, cause they would get a shitload of like stuff. Yeah. They would usually get, cause they make like most of their own shit, like their own bread, their own like cakes and stuff like that. They really only need just like the raw ingredients, the huh? raw ingredients. So they get like a shit ton of flour, a shit ton of like eggs, like, you High know, sugar just, too. Yeah. Huh? Sugar, like just the bare bone stuff so that they can make their own stuff. They don't go and just buy pastries cause they have just you, don't, don't believe in that. Quick question, bro. Have you ever had an Amish donut? I've never had any Amish good dude. And okay, I was kind of skeptical because I'm like, it's the Amish. Like, I don't know. I don't trust. One day, bro, when I was working at the Double X, Todd's uh, wife, Rhonda, she actually uh, – Todd is my boss there. He was my boss. But anyway, his wife, Rhonda, came by. It was in the morning. It was kind of rainy too and dark or whatever. We were just in the shop working on a tractor. And she comes in. She's like, Deontay, I brought you a donut from the Amish. And I was like, I've never had a donut from the Amish. She's like, they are the best donuts ever. I Bro, a warm – Amish donut, oh my god, that's got to be like I, I'm uh, like I'll say Krispy Kreme is my favorite glazed donut regular. So uh, this I, was number was two. Gonna, okay, so it's number two. Yeah. Okay, because I was gonna say I was like compared to like a Krispy Kreme, like wh- is it blow Krispy Kremes out of the water? So they're like on par with a Krispy Kreme. Yeah, donut. yeah, I would say so. And which is pretty hard to achieve with just straight raw ingredients. Yeah. Especially without just whatever they knew. Yeah, exactly. From, from the fucking land <laughs> and the hay bales making fucking donuts. For real. They probably but, use their own cow's milk too and everything. But yeah, bro, they're always really nice though. That's one thing I will always say and I will hold true with the Amish is they, they're truly just genuinely nice people. Like every time I did run into them. They are good people. But it was interesting though when I'd be like, they would just have only cash because like I didn't really know and I'd be like, oh, you could, you're paying cash or card. And they're like, huh? what cash <laughs> and i'm like oh okay and then i look up and then i realize they're like in fucking clothes i've never seen in my life but bro, have you ever seen a little amish kid in like their little get-ups that they have they're kind of cute bro, bro little amish kids because the they have girl, the little girls are so cute when they wear like the little bonnets or whatever yeah the bonnets yeah that cover their hair and stuff and then they li- they just look like little mini versions of the pilgrims they do <laughs> legitimately it's, it's actually cute and adorable guys you guys got to check it out look up a couple pictures look they, up like an amish baby yeah because I always just imagine, like, an Amish baby, like, still in, the like, the car seat, but with, like, the little Amish hat and, like, a full beard. A <laughs> full beard. Because <laughs> yeah. that's another thing, too, and I wonder why, but all Amish people usually have beards. Well, not all, so the... But, like, a, like it seems like a lot of them do, though. Okay, so this is the real reason why, is you can't grow your beard out until you're married. That's the when thing. When you're married, you grow the beard. Yeah, okay, that's what it is. So that's why, but they usually get married at, like, 18. I mean, they don't really have anything else to do, so... Probably right. even younger too, maybe like sixteen. Yeah. So I think we should probably go into. Sorry if you hear that fucking motorcycle hauling <laughs> ass on our street. Thank God we're moving tomorrow. Yep. But we should get into how we met Curly. Yeah, yeah. So. So I can start it too. Go for it. So we actually became really good friends with an Amish boy. Like, he's younger than us. He's like two or three younger, two years younger than yeah. us. Yeah. So like we were like 18, 17 in high school and then we met him. He was like 16, 17. Yeah. Around that age. And his name was Curly. And so the way we met him is our good buddy Ryan. What's his real name? I think it's Curly. No. No, it's uh, uh, John Edward Stitzman. 
Yeah, John Edward Stutzman. Yeah. I'll never forget it. But we call him Curly. He's got curly hair. Yeah, we just call him Curly. But our friend Ryan worked in construction with him. And our friend Ryan was, he's like a real rebellious, like, individual. He likes to drink. He likes to go out and party. He likes to go and just do shit, hang out with girls, you know. Yeah. Classic high school shit that most kids do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he met Curly and they actually became really good friends. And it got to the point where he would like tell Curly like, yo, sneak out of your Amish fucking village. Meet me on this road. We'll pick you up and we'll go do some shit. Yeah. And it got to the point where me, Deontay and our other friend Caden were got involved and all of us would just go and fucking party, drink, hang out with girls, fucking. And we basically, we showed Curly like the world. Yeah. How we live like on our lifestyle just outside like he even got uh, ryan even got him a phone yeah, we got him a phone we got him on the internet we got him an instagram account we got him fucking tiktok snapchat i bet you if i snapchat him right now he probably still yeah no he still has it yeah like we literally went from getting <laughs> an amish in the innocent and pure amish individual and we completely fucking tainted his innocence uh, but he loved it though he yeah, had he's, fun with yeah. us like because he ended up moving to utah and stuff with ryan so he enjoyed yeah so he ended up actually like you know diving into our lifestyle but it was just so interesting bro because i was there with curly for like a lot of his like first it was interesting because he's just an amish amish guy so he didn't really know anything so i was like i'm like yo curly check this shit out i was like you can do this on your phone if you like search this and he was just like you should i remember the first time i saw curly like looking at shit on his phone he was just like holy shit man this is insane because he doesn't know it they don't have tv like it's it's wild for him no we should do we should find a picture with uh you me ryan curly and that's what we should put as like the podcast yeah for tomorrow i will i'll yeah. put that as the pod post for tomorrow. that's cool a picture of all of us man i miss curly we should see him this week or like next week whenever we go down i don't know if he still like does that though if he like i don't know but i mean he'd probably come to a wedding so, yeah, yeah he might i don't know i don't know how to really get in contact with him i don't know if he's fully like back into amish lifestyle well, i know where his like parents live so i'll just go ask his dad what he's doing now oh and just like knock on their door and shit yeah it's so funny that like we're like I don't really know how to get in contact. We're so me and you are so used to just like ha- having the ability say, to text people yeah. and use social media to communicate that the thought of not doing that almost makes it to where I oh he's gone forever. <laughs> I guess I'll never fucking talk to him again. <laughs> uh, but I remember I was there with Curly when he had his first like kiss. I remember I was there when Curly when he first fucked. Hell yeah. I remember that shit because me, Ryan, and Curly went up to the mountains to like this little party at this campfire. Oh my god! And I yes. re- and I remember that's when Curly lost his virginity because I remember we were hyping it up for him. We're all we're all Curly. You're gonna fuck this chick tonight. Like she's down because Curly had been texting her for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't really know what texting was. And I was all, you need to like text this girl and like. It was so fucking funny. It was it was funny, bro. Whenever like uh, we graduated and I I invited Curly and Ryan, you know Ryan and all you guys. To come to like my going away party, yeah. whatever. Remember, and Curly was there, and everyone was like, "So, bro, like, you're in the Amish, huh?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then he had like a Corona in his hand and everything, drinking, taking Snapchats. <laughs> yeah, I know Curly would drink beer with us. He, fucking an awesome, cool guy. Honestly, really cool dude. Yeah, he was down to earth, always down for you, no matter what. Also, the the fact that he was a year younger than us and was like, kind of built. You know, he was, like, strong, like, with his hands. Curly's hands were fucking ginormous, bro. His hands could have, like, palmed my face. Hey, Curly was strong, too. Like, he knew how to fucking, like, lift shit. Funny story, there was one time we went to this party, and oh. fucking 
we were all drinking, having a good time, and some of these kids like started wrestling and fucking bashed a hole into the fucking wall of the living room. Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, and the the kid that owned the house was like, "Fuck, fuck! What am I gonna do? Like, my mom's gonna kill me. My parents are gonna fucking kill me." And Curly, being the Amish gentleman, community sweetheart that he is, goes. I'll swing by before work tomorrow and I'll, I'll fix that up for you. Free of fucking charge that next day. He goes out of his way early Yeah. by himself, a bag of tools and fucking fixes the wall. Yep. Like a carpenter, brand new, better than it was. Yeah. And then just, you know, the kid was like, thank you. Like, what do I owe you? Like, I'll, and Curly was just like, nope. Thank you for a good night. Yep. Literally. And since that moment, I was like, this kid is a fucking G. I will stand by him forever. Bro. I actually have those videos still where he like we're all cleaning up their house because they were like he was freaking out. That kid was eventually just like, my mom's going to come home, bro. He's like, he's going to she's going to be all pissed. And I was like, well, fucking clean up your house, bro. Hold on. And Curly was down on the floor sweeping. He was he's a good dude, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. I miss Curly. My mom always liked Curly, too, because he goes into the store all the time and my mom knows and recognizes who he is. So she yeah. always talks to him. My mom always asks me, she's like, you should ask Curly if he can, like, fix our house. And I'm like, no, ma. <laughs> he can fix our My house. mom's like, I'll pay him. And I'm like, all right, if you pay him, maybe I'll ask. <laughs> but I never did. But I haven't seen Curly in, like, a couple years now. Huh? How, has it been? How long has it been since we last since saw Curly? Ryan passed away. Yeah, so, like, almost two years. Almost two years, yeah. But Curly ended up, like, taking a little break from, like, the Amish lifestyle because we, we kind of tainted him. We kind of showed him so yeah. – we, we basically flooded his fucking mind with dopamine of the modern society that when he went back to his normal, like, house Amish at night, he yeah. was like, this is fucking boring. Like, this sucks. Because I remember when we would take him out, Ryan and everybody, we would all be in the back or whatever, and then Curly would be trying to, like, finger fuck bitches all the time. So I was like, all right, there's no, there's no going back. Once you're, like – once you meet this lifestyle – it's You're hard done. to go back. Yeah. Because then I think of it too. Like I would never be able to go back to no phone, no internet, no TV. I'd fucking blow my brains out. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it. But I remember even when he would go back home like, and his dad found out that he had a phone. And I remember his dad was pissed, bro. Took it, broke it, and then he clearly went and just bought another phone. <laughs> like, So he was fully invested, bro. It's just funny though because – I just remember Curly being like on TikTok and seeing like ass and like chicks shaking ass and doing the dances and he'd be like, this chick's fucking hot, bro. You would talk all stupid and slow, huh? Yeah. And that's another thing too, like with Curly, like you could tell, you could easily tell there was an education barrier there. He, well, he actually stopped going to school. Like he said around eighth grade level. Eighth grade is when they stopped. And yeah. I actually have like some of the stats on this we'll get into later Okay, about like some common questions, but I remember I would like talk to Curly about stuff and you know when you can tell that they're really not picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would just be like talking like normal conversation and I knew that there was some words he didn't really know. Yeah. Like, like the vocab wasn't in his head. He it was just like he would just like nod kind of and he would just pick apart the things that I would say. But what he what he lacked in like education in that stance, he was smart as fucking building things like mechanics yeah they don't even drive cars and that fucker could fix cars yeah <laughs> they, they that's fuck. crazy that's the other thing too that's crazy about our amish is that they use equipment so they use modern technology it's that they they think that they can't own it yeah because like the people that built my fence like i'm pretty sure my dad gave them all the tools and stuff and then they showed up and were like all right cool and they put together that fence in like a week yeah they're fucking crazy yeah 
Yeah, they're but wild. That's like, but that's like the thing I think our uh, Amish to where we live do. Like, they don't own any power tools. They don't do any of that stuff. As long as somebody else provides the tools for them, they can use them. Because they drive like rock trucks and big dozers and stuff like that now for like a bigger construction company there. But that's that's kind of like their way of living. Because I think if they tried to farm and stuff, there's so many farmers where we live that they would be just become suffocated. Yeah. Yeah, truly. One thing, though, about like the Amish that I have met. Uh, that come into jacks and stuff and shop yeah is th- the their lifestyle they do live makes them a lot less clean oh bro they have a smell they fucking sure. stink bro <laughs> <laughs> like let's not even put it lightly bro like there's times where i've been at like jacks like you know just like you know fixing the shelves putting shit on shelves at the yeah. cereal aisle and i'll smell fucking fishy pussy and bo oh <laughs> And I'll just look around like, yo, what the fuck was that? And I'll just see him. That's crazy because Curly never smelled like that. Probably because he went and like showered. Yeah, he would. But some of them don't. Yeah. Because I mean, they don't really have to. But they some of them don't know the difference. Some either. of those big like Amish women and like Amish men, they have a fucking bo. Like, really intense. Yeah. Like intense bo to where it'll fucking get into your nose and you'll fucking pucker. You'll pucker. Like <laughs> you almost like throw up or you're like, oh. Yeah. Like, it's almost, like, makes it to where you can't even, like, breathe. You don't even want to breathe through your mouth because you might taste it. It's strong. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, their lifestyle, their rules, so it's, like, whatever. But, yeah, that's basically just a little summary of, like, the Amish guy that we know. But now I'm just going to kind of shift over. I'm going to just bring up some common questions that I feel like a lot of people might have about, like, the Amish lifestyle. Yeah. And then I'll ask, like, D's and then my perspective on, like, the question and give what we but, think is the answer. Cool. So... One of the first questions that people have is, how do you think the Amish approach issues such as education, healthcare, and social services, which are often provided by the government in modern society? I don't think they rely on it. Like, do, they don't have socials, right? They don't have social security. I think they have socials. I think they have social security numbers. I don't think they pay into the social security because they don't pay taxes. Okay. So when they buy a house, or they build all their houses, right? From, like, the yeah. ground up. They don't, yeah. like... That, they have religious exemptments on, like, buying properties and stuff. That's that's interesting. Yeah. So, one of the answers when I asked for that question was, the Amish community has a unique approach to healthcare and social services that differs from mainstream society. The Amish generally prefer to rely on traditional forms of healthcare, such as herbal remedies and home yeah. remedies, rather than modern medicine. So, imagine, bro, you get sick and you get, like, a sore throat, or you have fucking runny nose, or... You need to take a shit like they just use herbs to get all that shit. Like that's wild to me. I feel like we've came so far in modern medicine that it's like to not have that over the counter like remedy. It seems wild to me. I'm sure they probably go to like OTC like so they probably do take like cough syrup and stuff like that. At least where we live. I imagine they do because I see them in the store. Yeah. So I'm like you're in the pharmacy bitch. I know you're probably buying some of this stuff. Like eye drops, ear drops. Like I'm sure you're using at least some of it. Because I feel like there's sometimes where like you need it. Yeah. Like there's an herb can't fucking save everything. Because no, and this even says it because it says, however, for some serious illnesses when medical attention is needed, the Amish will turn to doctors who understand their beliefs and are willing to work with them. So like if they really need to, they'll go to a fucking hospital. I'm sure. Because do most of them that you think have natural birth? Yeah. Or do they go to hospitals when they're ready to like? give birth no a lot of them have natural birth that sounds brutal bro imagine no epidural fuck like kevin gates was showing on his fucking story bro bro i can't with him man 
if you guys follow Kevin Gates on Instagram, I don't know if you guys saw his public story the other day where it showed natural birth. <laughs> that shit was fucking hilarious. I was grossed out. I was like, come on, Kevin. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, it was pretty Keep gross. that to yourself, bro. Show it amongst like your crew and be like, bro, natural birth is so beautiful. Like, You can hold that <laughs> value. You just don't need to, to show, show the us. fucking 2.8 million followers that you have. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. And then this also says, in terms of social services, the Amish believe in taking care of their own community rather than relying on government programs or outside assistance. When a member of the community is in need, whether it be due to illness, injury, or financial hardship, the community will come together to provide support. This can include providing meals, offering transportation, or even building a new fucking home for someone who has lost their own. The Amish have a very wow. strong sense of mutual aid where members of the community are expected to contribute for the common good and helping out their neighbors. And that's pretty, like, resemblant of what Curly showed us. Yeah, honestly, he would. A lot of just selfless, just like, I will help you with nothing in return. Yeah. I don't want money. I don't want anything. I I just want to help you because it's the right thing to do. Yep. I think that shined through very well with him. And it's something that I've, you know, come to value. Such an absolute G. Literally. Another question what are some common misconceptions that people have about Amish lifestyle? What do you think? I don't know. I I think a one big one is like that they're kind of incest. Oh, <laughs> they kind of are though. Yeah, like I they mean, really are because they have like actual. There's no other really people to branch out from than your. Like other family. Yeah, so you have to like that's the other thing too. I think the rule is like no first cousins, but second cousins is like allowed. Yeah. Again, like I know it probably is different for every Amish community. But if you guys I don't know if you guys follow Nelk at all, but they've been like kind of posting they actually went into like the Amish lifestyle and they're kinda like seeing it for what it is in their new video that's about to come out. And they were talking to one of like the the guys there and saying like, Oh, like are you allowed to marry like your family? And the guy said, first cousins, no. Second cousins, yeah. So to me, I don't know. Is That's that's pretty close, right? Like that yeah. that's incestual? Yeah, it is. So what that is is like first cousins would be like your mom and your mom's brother. Whoever those people are, they're first cousins. Now you go one step up and you say your grandma and your grandma's sister, they have kids. That's your second? Uh, yeah, those are your second cousins. What if your cousin has a kid? Is that a second cousin? Yeah. Still like the same amount of distance from you. Okay. Damn, so that's pretty close. So that's basically as if your grand <laughs> Fuck, okay. That's a little close. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's another one. Another one, I don't know what I would say. I don't know. I don't really have, like, misconceptions about them. I, I think it's different because me and you actually kind of know them. Yeah, like we we. Grew- it's hard for me to have a misconception when I'm like when I actually we- know what they do. Exactly, yeah. me and D actually like lived around Amish people, so we don't really have any misconceptions. But I think this was more of like a question for people that didn't even really know what the Amish were, just yeah. based off like TV shows or movies, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. do they drink? They drink, huh? Yeah, they drink. They make, but they don't buy it. They make their own alcohol. They probably do mead, huh? They probably do fucking moonshine, bro. Damn. And like homemade wine and shit. And that shit's probably like one sip and you're fucking in <laughs> you're the depths buzzed, of hell. Bro. <laughs> you just fucking you take one sip and then you wake up and you're in hell. Oh my god. Yeah, that shit's wild. Uh, another one. 
how do you think the Amish lifestyle differs from your own? And what aspects of their way of life do you find most intriguing or challenging? For me, it'd be no fucking internet, dude. I couldn't do that. I could do it for like, you know, like we go camping and we don't have internet for like, you know, a day, a week. My thing would be transportation, bro. That Doing would be horse brutal. and buggy would be awful. Yeah. It's cool. Like there are people like it's cool to do like around, you know, city park or whatever. And, you know, you're on a romantic little little buggy, buggy ride. ride. But daily trying to get from Alamosa to La Jara, 15 miles. No way. No shot. It's going to take you like four hours to do that. It's like driving from Denver to La Jara every day. Imagine you have to do that. That's what it is. Yeah. And time-wise, it's fucking brutal, dude. Because I haul ass past them because they, they share the highway with us at our hometown. Yeah. So you'll just see them on the buggy and we're just like, vroom. If I was like, I just imagine being like an Amish kid and I'd be like, what the fuck was that, dad? <laughs> Why the fuck are we not in that fucking spaceship flying? Like it takes us eight hours to get to the store. They're fucking there in two minutes. I would be questioning everything if I was an Amish kid, I feel like. Uh, or I would look up and I'd see like an airplane and I'd be like, holy fuck, the aliens are here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would yeah. be so scared of that shit. I wonder what they actually really say to like their like their kids because i'm sure some of them do are like why don't we drive one of those you know just out of general curiosity they're probably just like oh that's just like not what we believe in they probably bring it back to like their traditional beliefs and try to explain it that way yeah yeah they probably do that and are like you know son we're like practicing patience like these people that are driving have no patience you know so you know something like that. i'm just pulling out straws here but yeah that's pretty much it what, what, do you, what do you got next um just back to the misconceptions one of the misconceptions that I saw that people have is that they think Amish, Amish people are isolated and do not interact with the outside world. Me and you already kind of discussed this like with Curly and then yeah. them being in like, you know, grocery stores and stuff like that. Yeah, they come talk to us. But this just says like, you know, they, while they do prioritize their own community, it doesn't mean they're like, you know, cut off from the, cut outside, off world. From the outside world. Like they still like, you know, merge with us and like, you know, do a lot of the same things that we do. Yep. And then another misconception that is on Amish people is that they don't value education. And so while the Amish do prioritize practical skills and hands-on learning, they do value education and they often have their own schools. But, you know, like we said, and we know this is a fact from Curly, their schools typically only go up to eighth grade and they prioritize teaching skills that are useful in Amish life. Yeah. So they probably just, you know, how to read bare bones basic, just so that if like they were given like an instruction manual. Yeah. They could exactly. read that and figure that out and then just like I don't know what else they would teach. Like probably teach they probably teach math. You know, because they have to build these buildings. They have to be on par, you know, you have to be like, "Oh, okay, at this angle, you know." I'm sure they know how to figure all that stuff out, and, yeah. you know. I really would like if like it'd be so dope if we were still like if Curly was still kind of like, you know, doing his own fucking thing and fucking around with us instead of being fully Amish again. Yeah. Imagine if we had Curly on the pod right now, we could just straight up ask him. Yeah. All this shit. But it's hard, bro. It's hard to get like Amish people because you think they're gonna sit on this podcast with this microphone and shit. Uh, it's, it'd be wild, though. It would be wild. Good idea. Good idea. Maybe next time if we see Curly, we'll. I might just pull out my phone and ask him a few, and then just send you the clip. You yeah, know? and we'll just post about that. Yeah. Um. Oh, another misconception was Amish people are stuck in the past. So while the Amish, me and D already kind of talked about this, while they do maintain traditional practices and beliefs, they're not like just frozen in time. They're yeah. not like fucking those, um, what's it called? Uncontacted tribes that are still fucking hunters and gatherers, fucking apes, just fucking yeah. throwing spears at pigs and shit. Like 
they're modern enough to still like maintain in society. They're not like ass naked with a loin cloth and shit. Like it's not like that. And like me and D were saying, they're willing to adapt to changing circumstances and make small changes of their own life over time. And the biz- biggest example that they gave is they will adopt new farming techniques if it'll help them, if their community. Like, you wouldn't be there with a fucking bison pulling, or an ox pulling a fucking uh, harvesting or tool what? or a plow yeah. to do that when you could just get a John Deere. Yeah. Fuck, like, you know what I mean? That's like, you're, you're there to help your community. And if you can feed more of them that way, they're going to do it. They're not yeah. going to just turn aside to that. Let's see another one. In what ways do you think the Amish lifestyle could be applicable to modern society? The not paying tax thing. (laughs) That'd be lit. One of them is uh, simple living. I think, you know, modern day society, we're really stressed out. It's it's real go, 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 get up, go to school, go to work. Goes to that thing where like a lot of people now, if you, you know, you kind of on this side of TikTok, but like homesteading is becoming a big thing again. Where, like, you try and live off the land and do that whole sort of thing. I feel like that's, like, a a good application of their way of living. I just think it would be, like, a nice contrast to, like, the really consumer-driven, fast-paced culture of modern-day society. Yeah. Like I was saying, it's real go, 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 school, work, go to the gym, eat, go to bed, do it all over again. You don't have time really to like focus on like family, like how Amish do. And I think that's something that's really cool about their culture is they're all, that's all they're about is their family. Yeah. Cause that's all they have. That's all that they can rely on for entertainment and really doing anything. Yeah. So it's like, no, I agree, man. Nowadays, you know, you'll have a six year old, seven year old kid and he's just playing fucking Fortnite all night in the basement. He doesn't even come out except for to eat. And then he's back in his room. You know what I mean? Sad thing is that parents allow it. Yeah, and that's that, like that's, that's becoming thing. the norm now for society. Like people aren't really as tight with their family as they used to be. And I think that's something that we could kind of learn from the Amish lifestyle and maybe try to prioritize more. I agree with you, man. Uh community support is another one that we need to start yeah. fucking learning. Bro, you the there Amish. used to be a time and place in America where you helped your neighbor, you know, your neighbor was down and out. You stepped up, you said, All right, dude. I'm going to help you out. And you don't expect anything in return. You just do it because it's the right thing to yeah, do. Yeah, neighborly. Just neighborly, neighborly love, bro. Neighborly yeah. love. You see your neighbor outside like struggling doing something. Be like, hey, man, you need some help with this? Or changing a tire. Like, you know what I mean? Just That's not the case now anymore. It's either you got people that you know will come help you or you're fucked. Yeah. You're truly and utterly fucked. Yeah. You see someone on the side of the street changing their tire. I feel like back in the day, people shit tons of people would pull over and be like, hey, you need a hand? You need a hand? Obviously, there's still some people that do that. But nowadays, it's like drive past, not my fucking problem. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I can see both sides of it because I'm not saying I'm perfect. I do the same shit. I see people on the side of the road. I'm like, rip. I got I got to get to fucking class. Sorry, buddy. It depends on who I see out there. Like if they're doing it all and working on it already, I'm like, all right, this person knows what they're doing. They don't need my help. If they're just like looking around like completely clueless i see the head scratch bro and they're staring at the tire i'm usually like all right i'll pull over and see what's going on see what's up but yeah the amish they have a strong emphasis on community support and they really come together and help each other each other in times of need which i think this entire country needs to do more of honestly yeah dude something that's lost i think so too so it's a good one man another one is the environmental stewardship that the amish have 
they're really good with like the environment. They try to take care of it. They try to preserve it because to them, that's their, that's their life source. That's their food. That's what really provides them everything. They use the environment to create all of like the wood to make their houses, the, the fucking hay to make their bread, the, or whatever the, fuck, the wheat, <laughs> the oat. The oat the, I don't know, bro. I get all my shit from fucking the store. <laughs> I get my buns and shit. The, hay, the made. hay's to feed their horses, man. Yeah. They, or to like make bedding. Yeah, the betting is what I was yeah. trying to say. Like, yeah. they use that shit for everything. So, and I feel like nowadays, you know, people One like, and done, bro. I use some. I'm like, it's almost empty, and I throw, throw it away. in the fucking garbage. High consumerism, as you said. Yeah, for sure. It's just like, oh, like we don't even really throw shit in the trash really anymore. Just fucking throw that shit on the road, or we'll fucking. <laughs> I'm guilty of that, man. I need. Okay, okay. I'll be better, guys, about throwing my trash in a designated trash can. <laughs> But you know what I mean? It's just like it's become natural to us. But for them, they still kind of like prioritize that. So definitely some environmental shit we could learn from them if we wanted to. For sure. I think another one too is just like practical skills. So like the Amish prioritize hands-on learning and like teaching a lesson about learning by doing shit. I feel like we've become so kind of consumerized by relying on YouTube and like other people that know how to do it to teach us. We don't do it hands-on though. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, we'll look at a video for how to do something and then we'll, like, attempt it. Whereas, like, the Amish are like, go fix this fence. And they're like, oh, I don't know how. And they're like, go, go fucking learn. You'll, yeah. learn. you'll learn by doing it. And I feel like we don't really have that anymore. It's more of go to school, learn your special, you know, your area of interest, and you become an expert in that knowledge. But then, like, practical skills, I feel like a lot of people start to lack. And I think I, I am a victim of that, too. Like, I don't know how to do a lot of very hands-on practical things because I was never taught them. Yeah, yeah, So the only way that I know how to do them is by seeing other people do them. Like I'll see D or like, you know, my brother doing like a bunch of hands-on shit and I'll learn by seeing it, but I don't really do it because nowadays instead of going and, you know, changing your own tire, doing an oil change yourself and learning by doing it, you could just go back to that consumer-driven modern-day society lifestyle we know and just take it to an auto shop. Yeah. 20 bucks. They do it all. They do it right. They do it perfect. And you're out. You're back on the road. There's no need to learn by doing shit anymore. Interesting. No, I'm uh, man. I don't know. Sometimes it's good, man. Just to, somebody said this best is that you always feel the best after you've done a long, hard day's work. And I think that's true. I'll never forget like the days where I would work my ass off. Like even helping my brother loading hay, stacking hay by hand. Yeah. Doing that sort of work. Because when you come back and, then and when sit I come down. Back, I'm like, I appreciate the fact that I get to sit on my ass and chill so much more than I did whenever I was just sitting on my ass all day. Yeah, because if you're just sitting on your ass and then you don't do anything and then you go to bed, it's like, I'm kind of like going to bed to just, I haven't done shit. I'm not really even tired. But if you go and you like have a hard day or like you are working like 10 hour shift and then you come home, like you appreciate going to bed a lot more. Yeah. That and then uh, being poor, I think, helps a lot too, man, because you have to develop these skills that, you know, nobody else really has to, especially if you have money. Because, man, dude, I remember, like, that's how come my dad really had, like, a lot of skills on, like, how to do stuff. It's because he was like, I don't have money to pay anybody else to do it. I need to do it myself. Mm-hmm. So, like, even, like, wire, like, wiring and stuff in our house, he actually really understands it, even without going to, like, school or anything like that to be an electrician or anything, or even going into that skill before his job was now. He would go in and be like, all right, we just got to run it here. He's like, this is running to like this relay. He's like, go turn off this breaker. 
And I would just be like, how in the fuck do you know this? He's like, you have to fuck around. He's like, and fuck up so many times. He's like, and then you get it right. You know what that is, bro? Learning by doing. Yeah. Your dad had to do it to learn how, how it was done. And that's why the Amish are so good at that shit. Like you said, like they don't go and just pay for that shit to get done or they don't have an expert to come and teach them. Like they have to learn and do it. Otherwise they're fucked. They have no other option than to do it themselves because they have no one else to ask to. Um, Another thing, what are the biggest age celebrations in Amish culture? You know, for us, we have, you know, the 16th birthday or or a quinceanera or like, you know, shit like that. This is probably 18 now. So a big one for them is baptism. So baptism is a significant milestone in Amish culture, and it typically occurs between the ages of 16 and 25. It marks the transition from childhood to adulthood and signifies a commitment to the Amish way of life. So that's like a big one for them saying like, I'm staying Amish. And then this one is the interesting one. Rumspringa. So Rumspringa is a period of time between baptism and marriage during which Amish youth are allowed to explore the outside world and decide whether or not to fully commit to the Amish way of life. Yeah. This period typically lasts from the ages of 16 to 21 and may involve activities such as dating, drinking, and driving cars. So I think we caught Curly right in that time. I think so too. We were I think we were Curly's rumspringer. Yeah. I think so too. We taught him like, you know, like the whole drinking, like dating, like, you know, that whole lifestyle. Even driving, he got to drive a truck and stuff like that too. Yeah, drove us around and shit. He like, bought his own vehicle. Yeah. At one point he was a vehicle owner. <laughs> Legitimately. So I think that's real that's a, one thing that I have a lot of respect for with the Amish culture is that they provide that. I feel like them saying like go out and just see if this is really for you. The only thing is Mike is that where we live they don't do that. They don't do that? No. Oh. That's like very traditional. So that's something that uh people in like Pennsylvania do. Oh, okay. And like the northeast. But I still think that's like a really cool option that they give to some of them. Yeah. Like saying if you're really about this life, you can stay and if you're not like go be free like we're not gonna just keep you here hostage yeah i think that's really interesting that they'll give them that freedom of thinking like i feel like a lot of other religions you know they don't really have an option for that to like go and explore other things like that you don't think so well they you know modern religion like it's we're already in modern society so you learn that shit through like the internet anyway but like for something as closed and like closeted as that yeah as amish lifestyle is with no internet it's I think cool that's that, what separates them from being separates them from being culture and cult, for sure. Is that they give cult, you the option? Yeah, cult doesn't give you the option to leave. Culture does. That's what's cool about it. Yeah, I agree and with I you like, there. I think that, and I like that you know disparity that you gave. Yeah, because otherwise, that's another misconception too. Is a lot of people think Amish is a cult. Yeah, it's not. It's like a cult living, and it's not because they give you that option to go out and. They don't keep learn. you there against your will. You no, know, that's that is what cult. If is. you go and leave, they're not gonna like you know, exile you and like kill you and shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, weddings are v- another very important celebration for Amish culture as well as ours. They usually do that between the ages of 18 and 25. Makes sense. I think yeah. Curly said he got engaged like 18, right? Yeah. Once he turned 18, he proposed. So that's pretty cool. And then funerals is a very big one for them. They, they're very community driven. Like I was saying. So when someone in their community dies, it's an entire community event. Like for us, like if you know if someone dies in your hometown, not every single person from the hometown is gonna pull up. It's just the family. Yep. 
Amish culture, someone fucking dies, every single person in that entire village. Is it village? Yeah, you could say that. I feel like that's an appropriate term. Yeah. Any per- every single person in that village is attending, they're bringing food, and they're all like going to celebrate the life of that individual. That's cool, dude. That's actually really cool. It is pretty dope. Uh, da, da, da. All right. So that's basically all of the main questions that I had. Uh, we're sitting right now at like 40 minutes right now. I have a few more just like would you rather scenarios that compare modern day society to like Amish lifestyle. Yeah. I'm going to ask D them and myself included. I'll put my input in on which one I would rather do. And then I feel like we just end this off by saying, would we ever go to Amish lifestyle or would we be happy to just stay where we are right now? Okay. I'm so done. Let's see. I don't think uh, just speaking right now, I yeah, don't right think now, I could ever go to Amish lifestyle ever. because I like drive bro, I like trucks. I like doing that shit. I like being automotive. I like using my tech. I like being able to get the new iPhone, Snapchat people, be in yeah. society. I am going into modern medicine. Yeah. Legit. Spoiler yeah. alert, I'm not fucking turning Amish. Is <laughs> basically the main idea of this. But I just still wanted to bring up I, I these. I do think that there are good values though that you can in- introduce your life and take ideas away from them. That would probably elevate your uh, quality of life so much more. And that's what we were saying, like, you know, about, like, the whole environmental stewardship or, like, you know, having a sense of community. Like, all those things, like, you can bring in. But for me to fully commit to being lifestyle, fucking sleeping on a bag of hay with no fucking Instagram, I'll rather fucking blow my brains out with a shotgun. (laughs) But on to the questions. Would you rather give up your smartphone and all other electronics for a year? Or live without electricity for a year, like the Amish. <laughs> Holy shit. If you guys would have saw my face right now, my eyeballs about bulged out of my skull. Because that's tough. That's tough, man. Because I think about electricity. I'd rather fuck, dude. I feel like you can't get one without the other. Because does that just mean I have lights and like an electric stove? Yeah, you just have lights and the stove, a fridge. But you don't have TV, you don't have computer, internet, or your phone. Yeah, I, I think probably the electricity part, bro. I'll take the electricity. Electricity over the I'll phone? Live, yeah, I'll live without my phone and shit. Personally, I would rather have the smartphone and other electronics, bro. I'd get fucking bored, dude. <laughs> I'll just fucking... Because the way I think about it... There's is no like, leftovers, though. I guess... I Yeah, I would do the phone. But I can, they're both, it's a hard one. It's a tough one. I would just use like my fucking phone flashlight for my light. The way I was thinking (laughs) is like back in the 60s, I'm like, they had fucking, it was basically the exact same way. They had no smartphone, no computers, no nothing like that. So I was like, eh, they did it back then. I could do it now. Yeah. It'd just be bored. I would just fucking learn poker. (laughs) I would just learn poker. All right. Would you rather have, have to walk or ride a horse everywhere you go like the Amish or always have to drive a car? (laughs) <laughs> always have to drive a car <laughs> so live life as i do now or go or to walk the <laughs> that's i the, don't know bro i'm probably gonna have to exactly my car so that's a good indication we'd rather not be amish okay uh, would you rather eat only simple traditional foods like the amish or have access to all types of modern cuisine <laughs> <laughs> Modern cuisine, like as in what? Just ha- have access to any fucking food you want. Is this I think, we'll, I think we'll make this uh, a little bit different. I'll tweak it. So I think modern cuisine, I'll say processed food. 
Hyper processed food. Like bologna. That's all you can eat, and the other one's whole foods. So you can't make like good shit. You're just eating like stuff that's processed out of like a bag and shit. Basically. Ooh, or traditional food? I don't know. I would do traditional food. I'd rather have traditional home cooked meals than fucking bologna. Yeah, because things that are mass produced and mass manufactured, I'm good without. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have like homemade food than that. Yeah. Yeah. But in my original question, I'd rather have access to obviously all food. All right. Would you rather have a simple traditional wedding like the Amish or an extravagant modern wedding with all the bells and whistles? Because some people don't really like big flashy weddings. I don't, bro. I'd go with the Amish way. The Amish just traditional, close family, get her done. Yep. On to the next. Exactly. I'm not down for a big-ass flashy wedding. I don't think it really matters because at that point, I'm doing it more so for the guests rather than myself. Yeah, I agree. Because I've been around like a ton of weddings where it's like a lot of people are doing it and like they're stressed out. Like the bride and groom look fucking stressed. <laughs> like and they I'm, hate their fucking lives. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, that should never be the case. You should be like, this is my day. All the rest of you, regardless if you're here or not, it's not – I don't really care if you're here. I'm doing this because of the person across from me. Yep, I agree. Would you rather live in a close knit? Is that a traditional? You do the traditional way or the big fancy way? Oh, traditional. Traditional? Yeah. Oh, smart. Cool. For for those like values. Yeah. Also, the extravagant shit's expensive. Yeah. If it was like one of those things where like I was rich as fuck, I had a wedding planner to plan it all and I wasn't stressed at all, then I'm doing the bells and fucking whistles. Yeah. But if I have to fucking plan it all, I'm paying for it all and I'm about to blow my brains out doing it. Just fucking put me on a hill stack and I'll fucking just marry. All right. Would you rather live in a close-knit, supportive community like the Amish or in a bustling, rude, modern city with access to all the latest technology and conveniences? Dude, I'll take the community part. Just the close-knit community? Supportive community? Yeah. Yeah, that's where the Amish win. Yeah, I think so. All right. Would you rather be a part of a society where everyone is expected to work hard and contribute to the community like the Amish or one where individual success and achievement are valued above all else? Sorry for the long pause, guys, but I'm just thinking about this now for a minute. Uh, uh, Let me walk you through my thought process. Because one basically sounds like I'm working my ass off to support everyone else in my community, which I don't think is right. I don't think, you know, you should be all of everything that you're doing is for the good of everybody. But everyone else is also doing it. So collectively. Yeah, I still don't think that's right. I think everybody else can do because I don't think anybody else is working at equal amounts. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Somebody always outworks another person. Mm-hmm. And because of that balance of the scale is tipped. So you like it I don't think words, it'll like, ever be fair. You're just your individual success is you earn it, so you get it. Yeah. Fuck everyone else, pretty much. Not even fuck everyone else, because you could still go back and help your community or whatever. It's just uh, how much you want to. But your focus is you. Yeah, but my thing is, I'm working my ass off. I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna win. Yeah. Yeah, that's how what I would do. Yeah. I'm not hating on you. If I work hard and I fucking become rich and successful, like I said, bro. All these other really people in like my lives, and that's where I need to start taking from the homage. I need to start thinking of people around me as a community. But as of right now, you're just fucking NPCs to me. NPCs, that's fair. Now, like if I became like super wealthy and whatever, you know, when that happens, I would just uh, go in and be like, 
or I, I just, you know, try and help neighbor Joe across the street, you know, neighbor Joe's like, Hey man, uh, I'm having a tough time or whatever, blah, 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 blah. He's doing his thing. I just try and support him however I can, or yeah, man, I'm going to chop down this tree in my backyard by myself and be like, do you want some help? I mean, I'm doing nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are the things or like somebody's going through a tough time. Just try and be there for them type of deal. Yeah. I think there's a difference between just like being kind versus like having to break your fucking back. For everyone else, yeah. I don't think that's right. I think that's communism. All right. Would you rather be judged by your character and actions, like the Amish, or by your wealth, status, and appearance? Say the first. Say it again. Would you rather be judged by your character and your actions, like the Amish, or be judged by your wealth, status, and appearance? Oh, bro, my character. Yeah, that's where the Amish... They win too. Yeah. Because nowadays everyone's judging you based on how much money you make, your status, how good you make yourself look on social media. If you're ugly or you're handsome, how, you know what I mean? Your appearance. Yeah. That's what people value more now in modern society versus the Amish. They don't really care how you look. They care about how you are as an individual. Yeah. So they got us there. Let's see. What's another one? Mm-mm-mm. Would you rather have a small, close-knit circle of friends and family, like the Amish, or a large, diverse social network with social media? With social, so I can't have social media apps? Like, you either have the close circle of friends, or you have the large, diverse social network. Okay. I'd rather have the close-knit circle of friends and family. Yeah, I agree. Than, like, Facebook friends. Because most of, like, my Facebook friends and, like, Instagram, like, followers, like, I know of you, but, like, you're not, like, in my circle. So, like, yeah. truly whatever it is that you're posting and you are doing, like, like you know, good for you, like, congrats. But it's, like, it's not as much as – I don't care as much as, like – say if you were to post something on Instagram and be, like, oh, like, I achieved this. I'd be, like, you're in my close circle of friends. So I'm, like, congrats. Like, I actually give a fuck about that. Yeah, exactly. Versus someone I went to high school with posting something like that. I'm, like, you know, good for you, but, like, it, I don't – it's like I'm not. Like, I don't feel I don't feel obligated to tell you something because I'm not as close to you. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I'd rather have just the close knit only. I agree with you. Yeah, that's basically all the ones I had. So, based off those, again, we had that whole spoiler alert. Anyway, I'm still gonna stick with tech, cars, and fucking internet. But I still think that there's a lot of things that we can learn from Amish lifestyle. Like I they, think so too, man. I'm on the same vibe as you. They have a lot of things that like we're lacking. Yeah, mainly like okay, I don't I I don't know, the community thing. I understand like taking care of your community. I don't like the goal of everyone working to basically push into like a community pot because somebody can outwork another person, and that one person that doesn't work as hard will see that and not work ever in their fucking life and like reap the benefits. Yep, exactly. I don't think that's fair. What I think is individual success and help your community with your own success. You know, whatever you can contribute to your community, do it that way. You know, not fucking, <laughs> yeah, man, I busted my ass all fucking week, seven days, 28 hours a day. That's funny. It's yeah. a funny joke. No, and I then agree. like the other dude's like, I sat on my ass, you know, milked a couple cows and, you know, just kind of tended to my lawn. And they'd be like, my kid was sick, so they built us a new house. Yeah. It was great. I didn't really have to do much. It was awesome. I'd get pissed. I'd be like, no, dude, I'm not doing that for you. And I'm sure they know that too, because yeah. it's not like they're blind and they just do it because like, like. I'm sure they still, like, gossip and talk shit like modern society does. I'm sure, like, they get together. Well, they're humans, bro. Yeah, exactly. They're probably going to be like, 
what the hell? We did all this for this fucker, and he's not even lifting a fucking foot off the ground. He's yeah. on his lazy ass. I'm not helping him no more, and they probably just stop fucking helping him. Yeah, true. I'm sure they do that too. So I'm sure like the whole community understands like who's doing what, and they reciprocate based on the amount that they're giving in. Yeah. Which I think is right. But like how you're saying, if there's a guy just fucking reaping all the benefits, not doing shit, then that's wrong. Yep. Um, overall, though, they're very nice people. Shout out to Curly. If he, if somehow, Curly, you fucking get out of Amish lifestyle and figure out what Spotify is and find our podcast, at that point, there's people that know what the fucking internet is and they haven't found our podcast. So if you fucking find it, God sent you this way for show. <laughs> for real. But overall, I think it was just kind of cool to give you guys an, you know, an insight into like the Amish lifestyle and kind of just get, because I know there's a lot of people that really don't understand what it is. So yeah. we wanted to give you guys our experience with it, with Curly and like actually being really good friends with someone who's Amish and then just kind of going into the history and like, you know, what their values are. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this pod. I know it's a little bit different from what we usually do in terms of like modern day news and like sports and stuff like that. But yeah, I thought it was something, you know, kind it's of fun, dude. It's fun to talk about. I mean, kind a of lot of people don't even know this background of us either that, you know, we have like this sort of friend or whatever. Yeah. So you learn something new about us. You learn something new about Amish. As long as you guys learn something new about something, it's probably a positive. So do you have anything you want to say? Uh, not much. Uh, just go ahead and follow the off the rip podcast guys. Uh, we'll have it. You know, we post, Mike and I post it on our stories every, uh, every day, <laughs> every day, every Tuesday. So just make sure to go follow, support, appreciate y'all. Uh, other than that, though, I don't really have much to say, man. Y'all keep kicking ass. I know some of us are still in the thick of finals. Finish strong, kick fucking ass, and enjoy your graduations, guys. Congrats to every single graduate this year. You guys worked fucking hard. And, yeah, that's all I have to say, man. Yep. The rest is yours. Yep. Shout out to all of you guys that listen. We appreciate. We love every one of you. Uh, I just want to say thank you again to, you know, this apartment that me and D are recording in. This is the last podcast we're recording in this apartment before we move tomorrow. So we're recording this pod for you guys a little bit early. So that way you have something for tomorrow. But on normal upload day, Tuesday, me and D are going to be breaking our fucking back, moving into the new spot. Exactly. So So pray for us. Yep. (laughs) Thanks again, guys. And we'll be back next week. Oh, another thing. Next week, expect... A, a surprise guest. On oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys don't even know his name. We'll we'll keep it a surprise. We'll then, keep it though. a surprise, but expect a guest for the next pod, uh, and we'll leave it there. Homie's flying in. Yes, that's sir. Any indication? <laughs> Off the rip. Let's go. Girl, we know.